we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Punishment Fits the Crime. One, two, three, four! Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every single Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd toward zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today with us again is very special guest, Elise, from the podcast uh, Decline of the Western Civilization, all about the miniseries? Movie series. Movie series, Decline of the Western Civilization. Parts one, two, and three. Dang. I don't know if we're ever going to make it to three, but one definitely, yes. <laughs> we have to lay claim to it so that, I mean, it's a long-term practice. You can, you can, you know, be in your 50s. Oh, totally. When we so podcast with our minds. <laughs> oh, man. Black Mirror episode. The far-off far future of 2000. <laughs> 19. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like a Ramon song. Yeah. Um, okay, so today we are discussing uh, Punishment Fits the Crime off of 1989's Brain Drain, <laughs> which would be... Sorry. No, please, you have to do that. Brain <laughs> Drain. Thank you. Uh, Ramon's 11th studio album. Uh, we've got Jean Beauvoir, Bill Laswell, and Daniel Ray producing this one. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee and Richie Stotts. Hey, Stats. Are writing this one, yep. and this is a marquee on drums. Yeah. This got is the a marquee on drums. Big mark. Yep. Big drums. This he's is back. comeback. He's back. He's been a bike messenger, and now he's back. He's ha- he, had to go, <laughs> he had to go through cycle therapy. Oh, oh, man. To get to brain drain. I'm so excited you brought that back. Me too. Um, okay, Philip, you want to give us a hint as to what this category is? You know, this be? whole category thing is really getting out of hand. And I don't know if I have a handle <laughs> on it anymore, but I think I'm going to give this one misbehavior. It seems like so much of this is about, like, people going to jail and wise guys who, like, game the system. So it seems like it's about it's about that. It doesn't seem like it's mental illness. I thought initially it was, but it's not. I it's, don't think so at all. And here's my question. Do you guys think that this song is about the mob? He mentions wise guys. Because that's, he literally says this is about wise guys and like that this is about their kind of point of view about everything. And do we think that he's talking about specifically the mob? Let's get to that in a second. Okay, okay, okay. Because that's, I, I never, feel like. I've never thought that. What's that? I've never thought that. I feel like a lot of our conversation is going to be around what in the hell is this song about? <laughs> okay. So let, let me just get this out of the way. Yeah. Uh, the Ramones played this song live 13 times. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Surprised. Oh, wow. Not enough. Uh, oh, wow. I, I love the okay, number 13. So here's the thing. <laughs> and, you know, Elise, I, I, I just want to apologize in advance <laughs> to you personally because I know that you really like this album. And um, I well, appreciate let's, let's, that about you. Let me interrupt you. Yeah. Yeah. When, I, <laughs> when we were coming up on this and, and when I was graciously hosted on Elisa's show. Yes. Um, Which everybody should go check out that Everybody episode, should go check it out. It's delightful others. and fun. Um, uh, she had confessed to being a brain drain girl and I almost dropped the microphone. I didn't know I'd meet one. <laughs> so go on. Yeah, that's what. That's why we have her here. Well, in general, We're out there. <laughs> I'm not really a fan. So I'm just going to say that up front and i even forgot the question that you asked me about this song what the hell is it about what the hell is it about (laughs) um anyway 
let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think on. what you're trying to say is... I just want to mm-hmm. preface. Yeah, yeah. I go for it. love talking shit on everything I love, <laughs> which is kind of just what my podcast was, was literally me just picking apart everything and being like, God, this is fucking dumb. Like, his punk <laughs> is dumb. It's not going to offend me at all. Because probably by the end of this episode, I will be like, maybe I... I don't like brain drain. No, oh, I, I no. want you to love brain. I want you to love it. Well, that was going to be my question was, what was it about? What was it about this album or what is it about this album or this period or what have you that draws you in however much or whatever it does? Yes, yeah, sell us on it. <laughs> it's actually the way the album is composed as a whole album. Oh, okay. this is a really I, I really love the order of it this album completely is really fulfilling for me uh like every once in a while i'll be like i gotta listen to palisades park because for some reason that happened last week i don't know um (laughs) but for the most part i really enjoyed us like starting off with i believe in miracles and then suddenly like kind of figuring out where i end up okay to be fair i love i believe in miracles in general it's maybe one of my favorite ramon songs yes which is funny because I don't really like this album, but I do agree that if you're going to start an album off, that's a great way to do it. <laughs> this song, this song has a weird schizophrenia in Molly's heart, where, or even like, I don't know, manic depressive, manic, manic depression disorder, where it's like it's up and it's down. Yeah, like either it's love up. it or I want to burn it. <laughs> um, okay. But you so, like the way it's put together. Sorry, but you yeah. like the way that it's put together. I. Do so like listening to Palisades Park, Pet Cemetery, and then learn to listen is just like a real good transition for me. Okay, sure. What do you think about uh, Merry Christmas? I don't want to fight tonight. I don't make it that far. I okay. stop before that that track. <laughs> okay, okay. <Aww. laughs> if I'm being honest, I don't really like Christmas, and I don't really like Christmas music except for the Kinks one. Like the Kinks Christmas song is cool, but other than that, I just don't really do it. Okay, got it. Tough I'm going back. I don't okay. listen to that track. Let me ask you this. How do you feel as somebody who's mentioned that you're not a huge DD on vocals person about DD on this song? Mm. It makes me believe that this was just made a song so he could just say the words. It is like a weird, we just had to write this music so we could just say these words sort of thing. Where it's not even like chant vocals, but it's just a lot of people. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Oh, it that's is my kind of it, feeling about this song altogether. Well, that's kind of where we're going to is what in the hell the song's about. Okay, well, so why, that, why don't you get into it? What do you think this song is about? Well, uh, or what confuses you about what this song is about? I guess uh, the what's confusing to me about it a little bit is it feels sort of like a metal song. So right off, we have that kind of going. It's very drudgy, mm-hmm. super drudgy, and uh, and slow, and it's got what will eventually be like a very 90s thing of like big loud and then like like you know loud soft loud soft Mm. type thing going on um but yeah the lyrics i i was always sort of i always thought they were more autobiographical (laughs) for some reason even though he doesn't always do that dd doesn't always do that no but then but he does do it a lot he does do a lot um but not consistently uh it it does seem like it has like really flowery <laughs> vocabulary, mm-hmm. and I also have always misunderstood uh, the philosophy of the poet's rhyme as the philosophy of the Polish rhyme. <laughs> um, I, 
<laughs> I keep getting overwhelmed. Like I'm looking at the lyrics and just being overwhelmed by how many there are, but how little is said. Huh. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I really sat down with these lyrics and I, I do feel like there's a story here. Um, take take me through the story. Well, I mean, I, I'm spot. saying, is this about the mob? I mean, wise guys could just be like, whatever. Like, how they considered themselves Ramones. You know, the idea of just these punk kids hanging out. Or, like, dudes that are, like, conning or, like, okay. trying to, like, score or whatever. Um, that, you know, that this guy's going to jail. He's, he's a big wise guy. But, you know, he, he lives... I, why I think this is about the mob is because of this line. Wise guys never compromise. That mm-hmm. makes me think of the mob. Of like, I'm, I'm, I will not... I won't rat on I won't rat on anybody. And exactly. Yeah. And then, because of that, he goes to jail. And he's a young guy. So he's going to jail in the prime of his life. And he doesn't really realize how badly that's going to fuck him up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... And so, by going to jail in his early time, he, he thinks he's doing this great thing by standing by his moral compass, which is, you know, I'm never going to rat on anybody or whatever right. that thing is, that he becomes kind of like a broken man. And so, this little child cries in his sleep, you know, I feel like that's like that naive part of that man that okay. kind of gets beaten out of him by doing this time. I see what you're saying. And I think what's missing is a third act. Oh, of a interesting. Way. Okay. Uh, and and I'll, I'll say that by way of being able to talk about Alice Cooper. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Alice Cooper lately, the mm-hmm. like the earlier stuff, and for some reason, especially the song uh, "The Ballad of Dwight Fry." Okay. Which is it's one that he would do live a ton, and it's the one where he's like in a straight jacket. Yeah. And yeah. it's and it's about yes. it's, yeah, and it's about this. It's great. I've seen Alice. I see him every year. I love Alice. Oh really? really? Awesome. Um, yeah. but uh, it's the one where this guy went away for. Uh, sorry. Call back to another episode. Wasn't Alice Cooper also in Wayne's World? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, well, two. No, he was two. in he was in Wayne's World one. It Aeros- was one when they go back. Aerosmith, Aerosmith is in Wayne's World too. You're right, and because then he sp- he explains Milwaukee. Yes, Milwaukee. Algonquin for the good land. <laughs> we'll oh, we'll oh, never so cool. we'll never leave if we keep talking about that movie. But, um, <laughs> uh, no, so the Ballad of Dwight Fry is this song about a guy who basically goes crazy, and they send him to the insane asylum, and uh, and then it seems like he gets out. But then he see he quote unquote sees a man choking in the street, and you kind of get the idea that he got out and just immediately started killing somebody, and so mm-hmm. they send him back. And it's kind of a three act structure in mm-hmm. song where it's like, oh, he's here, and then things get a little worse. Oh, he gets out. It's good. Oh no, it's worse. Mm-hmm. And this one just <laughs> this song, punishment fits a crime, mm-hmm. kind of heads that way, but actually just kind of. Keep well, low. It doesn't, I'll, I'll it doesn't, say this. It doesn't I, rise in I think that there's definitely three acts in this song. Okay. I just think that they're so linear. Yes. That th- there's no plot twist. There's no... There's no twist. Thank you. That's what I'm There's no night of... I mean, basically there's a night of the dark soul and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dark night of the soul. soul and then uh, the end. No, 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 the lights. <laughs> yeah. A guy won't... You know, he he won't... Uh, I'm, I want to find the exact words again. Uh, oh, man. Sorry. Uh, wise guy. Okay, so yeah. wise guys never compromise. That's uh-huh. like Act One. You know right. what I mean? Like you got me, cop, but I'll never talk. Then Act Two is he goes to jail and he's like, oh shit, this sucks. And then Act Three is like, yeah, you die there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, and here's 
and here's the thing is that's what makes this song actually even weirder for me because is this supposed to be like a cautionary tale to gangsters? Huh. Say like crime doesn't pay. I mean, it is funny. Like let the punishment fit the crime. That's I what I'm know. saying. I don't know. What do you think, Elise? Is this is this a PSA from Ramones? <laughs> to gangsters? <laughs> <laughs> I okay so I I knew that you, I knew that you specifically were going to try to make a narrative out of this. So ah. I've been trying all day to find it. I don't know. I uh, cuz it, it the way it's written is that it bounced from talking about yourself to talking about other people so you never know what's actually happening to the person telling the story. Mhm. mumble jumbles and all of it. I don't know. So what you're saying is you found none. <laughs> I, I found nothing. Okay. I found a bunch of words and I found no order or rhyme or reason. Okay, got it, got it. I think oh. there's a theme. And I guess not all songs have to have a story. They just, the Ramones often have. Well, Dee so often we're, writes in we're looking. We're looking for something yeah. and maybe, it, you know, it's just Well, I just, think we're looking this. for something because we're trying to understand <laughs> what is the point of the song. Yes, You know, sure. like at the end of the day... If it sounds great musically, wonderful, but why even write lyrics? Like, what's the point of the lyrics? And I think what we're all saying is we don't really know this time. Sure. Like, I think sometimes we don't know with Ramones, but there's something there that we either get a feeling from or we get, you know, we get a story even if it's not the story. Whereas here, I feel like they're really trying to tell us a story, but we can't quite understand what it is. Right. No, I know what you mean. It's, It's not ambiguous enough that we're filling in the gaps with our own personal ideas. Yeah. But it's but that's also because it's not specific enough to generate specific ideas. Yeah. I mean the wise guys thing. I don't know why we keep focusing on the wise guys. I, I do because it's just like the it's phrase just an odd is phrase. so different from everything else that's said in this thing. It's sure. like he's got other songs like that too where he'll just throw in a phrase. I mean I I think going back to another song that we talked about with Elise that moment where he's talking about it'll be the end of Christmas and trick or treat. Right. I mean, that's, I think Dee Dee does that a lot though. Yes. He'll just put in one line that just doesn't even seem like it's part of that song. It's so out of character for the song, but it really makes you remember that thing. <laughs> you sure. know? Yeah, it's the thing that sticks out. Yeah. Um, I wonder, it's interesting to think of him being conscious of those things to say like well i got my song and here's my one little oddball detail yeah god you know this question that people ask each other like who would you like want to have for dinner anybody alive or dead i mean i just think dd would be so interesting just to ask him questions about what is your writing process like what are you actually thinking about and what is just coming out of the pen like what are you what are you conscious of and what do you i mean i would love to know those things i get the feeling you would he wouldn't tell you like I don't think I don't think it's something. I'm and- very charming, Philip. <laughs> sure, no doubt. <laughs> See, this- I have a feeling he wouldn't remember, or they wouldn't be interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I think hmm. I I think I'm. That's where I was going too. Is that I like I think you, I feel like you'd really want them to, and then you'd be like, oh. Well, I also I had ten minutes to write a song, so. <laughs> Well, I think I think for someone like him, as prolific as he was, it might be like me asking you, how do you put your shoes on? Mm-hmm. You know, like how do you, you sure. know, pour water? Yeah, you know, like it, it, you know, it's it's what I do. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I walk around and I write songs. Yeah, and it's like I I was I saw, you know, 
Goodfellas or something, and then I wrote this. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think actually. it comes. I think it came before Goodfellas, so this might have inspired oh, Goodfellas. Oh man, yeah. No, if, if he had just seen Goodfellas and then just wrote this, I've been. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, let's talk about it musically a little bit. Okay, let's. Uh, so um, there's a real long, yet easy breezy guitar solo in this song. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot of moaning guitar solo. There. Yeah, but it's just kind of like a real simple little thing that he repeats a couple of times. And yes. there's not much to it, honestly, but it goes on for a long time yeah. within the song. What do you think about that, Elise? I, 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 I know what you're talking about. I would not call it a guitar solo. I'm calling it a bridge okay. because of how boring it is. Okay, perfect. <laughs> perfect. But there is... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I guess I always assume the drums are so fucking boring, but like there's a point where he just, he taps on the bell for a while and it's really interesting in that time. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy that. Cool. Yeah. So I think the song isn't especially loud or growing for them. I think that makes it easier for you to pick up on their dumb subtleties, Mm -hmm. like (laughs) like, like the quiet staccato-ness of it. And Yeah. Yeah, and the so, bell. Well, it's funny that you say there's a bell in it because I didn't pick up on that bell at all. But the first line of the song oh, no. is, "I hear the bells of freedom chiming." So. It's actually it's not a bell. It's like uh, when you drum, you actually hit on the bell of the drum instead of like I'm not like on the cymbal. So oh, like, oh, it's sure. a technique of actually just the little the, bell. Ta- the tappy the tappy cymbal. What do you call so, it? Rides ride cymbal. Yeah, so you do instead of actually riding the cymbal, you tap on the middle bell part, okay. and that's what like the technique for it is. Hmm things that are a little bit different like that i'm always like oh shit i always forget you're the fucking drummer and they're doing shit. Like, I, <laughs> I just made it really interesting um like this song but i i wish that, that there are more interesting vocals to make it a little bit better for me mm. well let's talk about the vocals for a second yeah because i know that it's dd on this album but when i heard this song when i was really listening to the song to get prepared for this episode I thought it was CJ at first singing. Really? Yeah. And Ooh. when I was just checking around about this song online, everybody's like, I can't believe this is Dee Dee singing this. This doesn't sound like Dee Dee at all. Uh, I can. I mean, I had no problem realizing it was Dee Dee. Yeah. But in terms of stuff that we've heard him sing up to yeah, this point. like Warthog or like... Yeah, it's not... This is his least drunk Popeye vocals. It's very, uh, well, you were saying you thought it sounded like um, Bob Dylan. Yeah, the way. Like it, he was doing his best Bob Dylan. And it might even be like the, you know, the chimes of freedom, I think. Is one of his songs. <laughs> but like, Literally, yeah, the way yeah. he says like, I hear the bell of freedom, ja. Like, yeah. it's my impression of Dee Dee singing the song is my bad Bob Dylan impression. Yeah. It becomes, it all, it all falls apart in that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I think yeah. I was singing by actual just elimination in my head. Just being like, oh, this has to be DD. Like not actually thinking like when it came on, this is DD singing this. Hmm. Yeah. Vocals. But I think it's minute. appropriate that DD sings it. Yeah. I think it's appropriate yeah. that DD singing it for sure. Yeah, could um, you picture this is this is a no go for Joey singing this song? I mean, I mean, there's no way, there's no way he does this. I could totally picture. Joey I mean, singing I, this song. I, could, I mean, Joey I guess, sings but... other songs that I'm like, why is Joey singing this song? You know? <laughs> well, 
it's his main job description. Yeah, but, but I mean, there's definitely <laughs> there's definitely Dee Dee Camp and there's definitely Joey yeah. Camp when it comes to song genre and style. Um, I don't. I can't right now though think of a song that Joey sings that is like this one. This one with this I, sort of we like just did one. Poison Heart? Yeah, uh, not Poison Heart. Uh, Planet Earth, nineteen eighty-eight. You think it's? You think Planet Earth is like this? I think it's similar oh, in can, a lot of ways. I kind of see it. It's sort of like the same dystopian list of things that you know are wrong. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't. If Joey sang it, it would be more. It, it wouldn't be the same song. Saying exactly, I think he would have a different tune. He would make more extremes. There would be more. There'd be more valleys, there'd be more hills. Because, because you think Dee Dee's sure. just really one note on this? A little bit. It does. It seems very, that's what I said before, kind of with like the chanty thing. It seems very talky, yelly. It's kind a of bit. Like, it's like some dudes talking. Dee yeah. Dee doing a Leonard Cohen? Okay. I mean, it's kind of like, Leonard Cohen's kind of like talking, singing his yeah. poems over music, right. you know? And I feel like this is Dee Dee kind of talking, singing his poem over music. And if oh, you, yeah. And if you think about them at this period, this is the last album that he's going to be on yeah. as a band member. He's Part of that is probably going to be like, I am so sick of this bullshit from these guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm just, I have a list of complaints. <laughs> I'm just going to do I'd like new. to, I, <laughs> I'm going to sing them. And, yeah. and you know, however he wants to do it, he just does it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... Yeah, I, I, it doesn't give clarity as to what exactly it's about, and it doesn't explain why it's existing at all. Yeah. But, but yeah. It, uh, okay. I, sorry, Elise, go ahead. I'm sorry. I feel like this song literally is just created just to sing the footprints on the sands of time. Because I really <laughs> like that one. That's really like the whole reason this song is created. Like. I mean, it's so funny. The I hear the bells of freedom chiming. Like that couldn't be more like 60s uh yeah you know americana folk i i don't have the like the technology to do it but i almost feel like this song contains the most words not used in a previous ramon song that's so funny i would love to know how many words are in here it's a lot this is sometimes at least we'll break down basically how many how many words are in a song because a lot of times it'll just be 20 words, but it's all the same word, so it's like one word. It's total. This, and now I'm looking at him. <laughs> sorry, but I'm looking at these again, and it's like, this is, this is totally his Bob Dylan song because it has the word totally blown is. in the wind in it. It totally it's is. Blown in the wind, right? He says the word yeah. philosophy in this song. Like, what? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> a lot. He says it a lot. Too. Yeah. And the, f- the whole make a man humble in his prime. Like, yeah, this is, I think you hit it on the nose. Yeah. This I think is you really hit it on the nose. Bob D. Dylan. <laughs> Bob D. 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 Dylan. Bob D. D. Dylan. Um, one more little music Go. thing. Uh, this song's got a drum solo. Yeah, or like a breakdown, kind of. And uh, maybe, Elise, you can answer this question. Does every song on this album start with some kind of drum breakdown? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No, um, it does not. Because Merry Christmas starts with the singing and... Uh-huh. Uh, even Palisades Park starts with... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Palisades Park. Oh, yeah. Song. <laughs> so it's a funny. Dickie song re- performed by the Ramones. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 
Okay, well, uh, let's get into it. How do you guys feel about this song? Voting time? I mean, right? Yeah. Am I premature on that? No. Okay. I, I, I think we... Elise, how do you feel about this song? I like it <laughs> just fine. <laughs> just But you fine. don't love it. No. Mostly because it's a Dee Dee. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Joey would have been different. Do I think it would have been better? I don't know about that. So um, let me ask you this. In general, do you like Dee Dee's writing? Yes. Awesome. Okay, cool. We've got our own yes. record. Got it. Uh, Philip, how do you feel about this song? Uh, I, I also like it just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like it better now than I did. Now that you know it's his... Uh, his Bob Dylan song? His no. Bob Dylan song. Actually, now I think I like it worse. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I think I like it now having listened to it some more mm-hmm. than when I've listened to it on the album. Yeah. I, I, I'm the bizarro Elise in that for some reason... <laughs> For some reason, on the, for some reason on the album, I, it doesn't grab me, but just sort of the placement of it, where we're listening to things here, it kind of made me yeah. sit up a little bit and think like, oh, do we have a Soundgarden song on this? No, this is a remote <laughs> song. You think this sounds like Soundgarden? I don't, it just feels like that type of like that's where music was going. Uh huh. At sure. that time, it's the it's that type of thing. Okay. I feel like we just listened to two songs that were so much closer to Soundgarden than this one. Yeah, <laughs> so me funny. too. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. But I don't get it from them. I get it from this. <laughs> from the Bob Dylan song. I'm always, I'm, yeah, the Bob Dylan song. That's the Soundgarden one, right? Um, I like this song okay. I liked it more listening to it over and over and over again on repeat mm-hmm. today than I like it when I just hear it on the album. Uh, usually I would just dismiss this song on the album. But listening today... I don't know, Dee Dee's, I know you don't like Dee Dee's vocals on this, Elise, but um, they were kind of growing on me. I thought it was, I can see it. it was a different side of Dee Dee than we usually see on vocals. It was kind of like a softer, more yes. mature Dee Dee, and I, I, I appreciated that. Even though I don't think the lyrics are great and it's not my favorite song ever, like, I liked that version of Dee Dee that it was like, oh, who's this dude? Sure. It's, it is always like, some sort of sincere, even when it's not great, it's still him. He sure. can't. He can't but, help it. But here, I feel like there's something that's happening that is musically appealing to me. Whereas hmm. he's rapping very sincerely as Dee Dee King, and it <laughs> freaking sucks. You know what I mean? So there's just something here that I don't know. I, I really enjoyed his. I I came to enjoy his vocals on this. Okay. Um, Good. Most M, most MVP. <laughs> sure. The ATM machine. <laughs> the ATM machine. Who gets the ATM machine? Oh, it's your pin number, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elise, any thoughts on who you might be loving for this one? Um. Uh, I don't know, actually. I am so bummed that I am ending with this song that I thought <laughs> I was supposed to love so much. And I was just so much no, more no, no. alive for the other thing. You no. first of all first of all, I it's late. Be better. First of all, it's late at night. And second, you don't have to love these. We've proven that time and no. time again. No. Just your it was just your gateway to You've spent hours, hours researching these people, talking about their music. <laughs> if one of the songs you don't happen to like out of their zeitgeist, then I say Say it loud, say it proud. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to go with Marky on that one. Okay, I love that. 
I am also going with Marky. What? I think his. I think the drums sound good on this. Okay, and cool. I like. And these are sort of the sounds weird, but these are give some of the most bashy drums that mm-hmm. he gets to do because yeah. a lot of times it's just like uh huh. I just got to yeah. do that. But this has that little breakdown, and it's mm-hmm. uh, there's there's like a tempo change in this. Bum, so boing. yeah, nice. And, yeah. I'm gonna give it to Marky too. Hey, that's a triple mark. Triple mark. I would give it to Richie Stotts, <laughs> except for I don't really love this song that much. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Eh. Um, okay, great. Well, any final thoughts on Punishment Fits the Crime? The the Ramon PSA. The Ramon's wise guy PSA. Um, I do have a question. Okay. Um, so Elise, this is your chance if you want to end <laughs> to end on whatever high note you want. Uh. To, uh, you know, if you want to talk about some other song for a moment or... Yeah, what's your favorite personal song requests, on Anything like that, this, the floor is yours. This is your parting as, shot. As a brain drain girl, <laughs> what, what's your jam there? I'm really regretting using that term. No, please. <laughs> no, please. Well, I personally Ooh. love that you love that album and I love having somebody on the show who loves that album because... We sometimes badmouth it, and, and you're not—you are not alone. Like, no, we've seen people, a lot of people dude, who just don't okay, talk to them. First of all, if you go look up any of the Ramones Brain Drain songs, like all YouTube comments are like, "This is the best album. This album's so underrated." Yeah. I mean, a lot of people love this album. I think it, the fact that it is underrated is mostly why I, why I just come to champion it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Is and also it's fun just to like something that's a bummer. If I'm being honest, um, <laughs> really just be like, oh, you really like all these things. Well, I like the, they did this and it was a bummer. Um, <laughs> I, you're like, oh yeah, you like the first three albums. Well, I like Brain Drain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I I I like to think now that I'm like gonna be 30 soon that I'm not that pretentious dick anymore, but I totally am. And, well, whatever. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with whatever that opinion you know if people call it pretentious i'm not calling it pretentious no i mean i i love i think i just also love pet cemetery so much Mm -hmm. i have so many good feelings of that song Mm -hmm. me and my friends at a venue here at a house venue we figured out how to do karaoke to any song ever Wow. And Pet Cemetery is the worst song to do karaoke to, but when everyone's drunk at a punk house doing karaoke, it gets real sad and real mopey, and it's awesome. And <laughs> brings the house down. Yeah, just really everyone's Wait, like, so afterwards, it's time to pass out. What, you know? um, why is it Why is it so bad to do? Why? What makes that one so... Is it difficult, or is it just like, this is just a bad idea? No, not at all. It It is kind of... It's a little... It isn't going to be a great karaoke song for 20 people to do <laughs> reality because karaoke is terrible but um i don't know it's i just have a lot of fond memories of that specific song mm. i have a lot of fond memories of of course i love the dicky so that i think that's just a great connection to that mm. and oh honestly <laughs> i'm gonna be such a turd but uh zero zero ufo i really like that song okay great. so this song has a lot of uh, songs that shouldn't be sad, but altogether they make a really big bummer. And I love it. <laughs> it's honest. Yeah, totally. Well, it's good. Uh, well, I'm I'm glad we could have you on. I I was. Thank- oh no, thank you so much. I miss talking about music with people. Yeah, mm. it's been great. Well, we're around. 
For about another year, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. Um, well, thank you so much, Elise Atkinson, yes, for joining us. Again, everybody out there, go check out her podcast. Uh, what is the shortened version of it? Decline Minute. Decline Minute. Thank you, Decline Minute. Uh, really enjoy having you on. Yeah. Yes, yes, thank you. And everyone can find me at Waitress in the Sky on Instagram, if you can't know. I love the replacements. And I'll be talking about some new stuff I'm working on. So thank you. You said Waitress in the Sky? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody out there, for joining us today. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Ramones Podcast or Facebook at Ramones The Day Podcast. And join us next time when we will be discussing questioningly on Ramones of the Day. Mm-hmm.